welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started if you haven't heard about anger it's the easiest way to make your podcast let me tell you why first of all it's free you pay no fee whatsoever it's absolutely totally free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Self-Evolution Regardless. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a really huge um, trait of pathologically narcissistic people. And it's one of the big ones, actually, and that is uh, lack of empathy. And the lack of empathy of a narcissist is simply, you know, it dis- it, it explains itself. It describes itself just the way it is. Because the narcissist sees you as a tool to their own uh, accomplishments or goals, or they only see you as a means to what they want to achieve, or an obedient toy that never says no, it has no right to rebel whatsoever, the kind of toy who should always agree with no matter what, who should always be praising, um, appreciating, valuing, um, and, you know, approving of the behaviors, sayings, perspectives, experiences, and opinions of the narcissist, they don't see themselves as nothing but controllers and nothing but the right people, the righteous people. The good, the the well, the kind-hearted people, you know, the well-mannered people. All they see themselves is, as is, that they are these really charming, attractive people who have goals and ambitions, but who also use others for their own advantage. But most importantly, whenever a problem happens to their partner, for example, or say in a family where a narcissist who could be a parent or a sibling uh, 
you know, notices or, you know, experiences some kind of a painful experience of their uh, son or daughter or uh, sibling who is suffering. I don't know, it could be anything as simple as some bad grades bad grades at school, um, fights with friends, um, it could be that they were losing interest in some hobbies that they used to do because they're depressed a little bit, um, you know, they, um, they argued with their boyfriend or girlfriend and they want to talk to their parents about it, but the parents seem careless, cold-hearted, and kind of, like, emotionless, um, the kid really yearns for some sort of entertainment or attention from their parent, but the parent seems totally somehow neglectful, they don't have to show it directly, but, um, they can do it in a manner that is discreet, enough for the children for the children not to know what's going on to not know what's going on and etc etc it all goes to show how the narcissist actually lacks empathy and it's because of their lack of empathy that they have no remorse it feels like whenever the abuser shows this kind of um lack of empathy towards their victim, they seem to be kind of cold and emotionless towards the victim. They can only seem to blame the victim furthermore for what they've done, for the mistakes they did. They never they never really remember that each and every one of us is not perfect and therefore Everybody and anybody can make mistakes, including themselves. Now, the f- the victims that they control, the victims that they dominate, are only seen by the narcissist as tools, like I mentioned before. Also, as a way to maintain their reputation among others, their status and prestige. And they can only see themselves as... People who are proud and people who always seek pride by using, for example, when a parent is a narcissist, they use their children, their children as tools for their pride and for their uh, elevated reputation, rep among their friends and family and colleagues and everyone else. So they only use them as a means to their... Um, high-end status among society. Um, There's so much to it, you know, it's not really that easy to to be in such a situation. Lack of empathy is totally something that is extremely painful for the victim to have to endure every time they have a hardship going on, they face kind of um, a situation that is hard to digest, um, they seem, they seem to act like 
you know, it's suddenly not their problem. They suddenly don't care. They just don't care. It's not part of their problem. It's not part of their emotional, um, you know, care. They almost feel like they're emotionally disabled people. You know, the way that you see how they react when it comes to them, it's like always about me, my approval, you know, my praising, my, um, you know, put me in the pedestal. It's me in the attention that's getting the attention of everybody else. I'm in the middle of everything. I'm the person in control of you. I'm the person who dominates over your thoughts, emotions, and your problems, and I'm the solver of your problems, and and you must do as I say, you must agree with everything I say, you know, you must do what I do, you must follow my lead, you should never ever try to quit me or rebel against my rules no matter what. Because narcissists think in black and white, it's really obvious that it's either their way or the highway. It's like it's like when when you don't follow the rules, when you show a little kind of like a little bit of yourself, a little bit of your authentic, you know, true, carefree, spontaneous, um, loving, fun self, it seems to them that you are becoming somebody else. They're not happy that you are uh, rising after the fall. They just see you as someone who always should be falling. And whenever you are falling, the problem is whenever they see you falling, they never really care to show any kind of emotion that they are affectionate people. They, it's like they, it's like they're finally showing their true faces. Whenever a trouble happens to you, they're showing you their real facade. Now, what it looks like to you, what looked like there were people who were, I don't know, charming, attractive, fun, loving, caring, and everything. Whenever a problem happens to you you seem to be the problem itself now you seem to be blamed now you seem to be neglected and you have to be left over by yourself to figure it out yourself even though sometimes some problems cannot be solved by the victim themselves and it's extremely hard to have to accept that fact but to the narcissist that's the way it is whenever you find yourself in a problem it's no longer their problem. It's your turn to figure everything out. They are out of the game. It's your responsibility. They don't show any kind of care, any kind of empathy. What sympathy is feeling what somebody else is feeling. But it's not necessarily literally and scientifically, physically to have to feel what somebody else is feeling. But to think about it in your own, like, imagination and just put yourself in their own shoes and try to think of how you can possibly act. And see if 
you know, maybe perhaps what you can do is what the victim might do. But they don't think of it that way. They don't think of it that way because all they do is ask. They ask and take and control and manipulate and and take over everything, but they don't give. They don't share. They do not care. And what's even worse is that whenever you try to confront them about the fact that they lack empathy and they don't show any kind of emotional affection and they're not, they're so cold and they're so emotionless, you are the problem. You are now attacking them. You are now um, criticizing them, their authority, their righteousness. You are now becoming the demon. You are now becoming the Satan they've always been afraid of seeing. You are now revealing the monstrous side of yourself. You are now becoming this monster they never want to welcome. And now you are the problem and they are the victim. Suddenly they show up so weak, so fragile, so sensitive. They might even cry. But how the hell is that even possible when whenever a problem happens to you or whenever you fall, I mean metaphorically speaking, fall, it's your fault, but then when when you try to confront them with it, when you try to make them confess and say the truth of what's going on and try to make them feel a little bit of what you felt once you fell, once you failed or fell or once you had a problem, they show up to be these kinds of really weak, fragile and so sensitive people that are just so easy to break. Their hearts are so fragile, they're just so easy to break. And you are the monster, the demon, the person who doesn't deserve to live because your anger is manifesting itself in front of everything else. And now, you are the problem. I guess, I guess, if maybe they can have this concept in their heads, the lack of empathy, just, you know, just, if they can just imagine, like, imagine just a similar situation and just put your shoe, put yourself in the person's shoe for once and see how it feels like. They just never do so. Because they never want to think of anybody else but themselves. As I said, it's always about them. It's always about them. No matter what. And so, they don't mind to lack empathy. They don't mind to have an emotional disability when it comes to showing some sort of, some kind of empathy towards someone's trouble someone's um, endurance of hardships. No. Because to them, you know, 
to them, it's always about them. The narcissist only thinks about themselves no matter what. And it's either their satisfaction or they are the victims. The poor little fragile innocent people. So what to do about this? You know, narcissists lacking empathy is something that drives the victims insane. And let me tell you this, it's really, really just so, like, frustrating to have to think about it. But, I mean, what you can do is, you can totally go ask someone else who you you know to be uh, objective when it comes to validating a reality. Most importantly... Someone who can show you em- empathy and show you what empathy means in front of you. Because once you see how empathy is demonstrated, you can actually feel that that person truly feels you and that person truly listens to you and they're not all about themselves. If you can find someone like that, please keep them in your life. Please keep them. You know, that you can only have one or two gems in this world, in this life. can't have all the gold and diamonds. You can only have a few precious friends and a few precious, authentic, honest people who will tell you what they think, but who will also feel how you feel and let you know in your face. Because those are the people that matter the most. And those are the people that should be kept, you know, and 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 uh, maintained and those are the people who should be there for us and for whom we should be there too and those are the people who deserve our company and whom deserve ours as well so just find people like that the su- the circle of support is also very helpful People who share common experiences with narcissists who lack empathy whenever they find themselves in, in trouble makes you feel like you're not alone in this world. Makes you feel like someone else actually has gone through this, has been through this experience, and they want to talk about it, they want to share it, they had enough. And so, yeah, so support groups are also very helpful. And so does counseling and therapy. I think seeking a professional counselor who understands narcissism and understands the personality and the narcissistic personality disorder and the symptoms thereof can actually extremely be helpful. You know, can can actually be extremely helpful and insightful, but also eye opening. And helpful when it comes to knowing the ways of how to deal with it. Appropriately, of course. And, of course, when you try to deal with a narcissist, you're most likely going to have to deal with yourself. Because what you're doing is you're trying to rediscover yourself. You're trying to rebuild your authentic self all over again. And so what you're really doing is letting go of the narcissist and their pain and their lack of empathy to their own asses 
and take care of your own ass because you only have one life and you can't relive this life. And so you might as well leave the narcissism alone forever, no contact whatsoever, and just take care of yourself. And like Dr. Carmen says on YouTube, she's a really fantastic um, YouTuber and she has very uh, informational videos about narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder, and um, really analytical videos talking about this uh, mental illness. And like she said, you know, go be great. So if you really want to, you know, recover from the narcissistic abuse, you have to take care of yourself, most importantly. Rebuild yourself and grow. Because we are all a process of growth. We never stop at a limit. And we all deserve better chances and better lives. And we all deserve to evolve. So, this has been Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Mara Mahoma. Thank you so much for listening from Canada, United States, Belgium, South Africa, Germany, and all over the world. Tunisia, especially. Hey, hello from uh, Tunisia here. I appreciate your attention. You're listening to my episode. And I'll see you in the next one. So, the episode has ended here. And you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for... A very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh, webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram Berhoma, and I will see you in the next episode.